Welcome to episode 165 of Nobody Special. On this episode, we talk about Loki, fate, and death. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and time specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people are looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Hi Caleb, how you doing? Pretty good, how are you doing? I am great, We're, I'm glad to have you back. Yes, I am back. I'm Be back glad. after a long stint mm-hmm. away doing work <laughs> yeah what you were filming chickens or something yeah i was yeah so um thank thank you for for those who tu- uh, tuned into my experimental episode um thank you okay wow yeah. and i guess we're gonna have to do at least one or two more of those so we have fun busy schedules coming up so we're gonna be sure and try some new things over the summer and if you enjoy them we will keep doing them, and slowly I will descend into a stress migraine that is consistent because I've added another show to my plate. Yeah. Hey. Hey, that's your... You could have you called it Nobody Special, but you decided to, to leave Those me Those are of never it. canonical episodes. I, I just made it official, and... You call it Nobody Special, or we do it when there's a guest, typically, right? That's our thing, our deal. Huh? If I'm out and there's a guest. Oh, I get a guest. Then it's a canonical episode. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But okay. I just, I was going to try new things. So, Caleb, um, I want to talk about some local news. This is actually, it's been on my mind and I really, I need to talk about it. Okay. So, there's, the so our, our Caleb and I are based in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, the Danny's best, address is? <laughs> I was going to say yours and I honestly don't know it. Off the top eight of my head. three, four three five seven eight nine four. None of your business. Avenue. Three two two. Apartment. Two, seven. Seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> uh, no. So um. The, so so. Both of us are based in Jacksonville, and there was an issue on the Orange Crush Festival. Uh, where they 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 normally they have it in Miami Dade and Miami Dade said no. What is so, Miami Dade? Miami. Oh. Why did you? What is Dade? County, like oh. Miami Dade County. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. Uh, they they normally have it there, uh, but Miami apparently told them no, you can't do it because mm-hmm. Corona or something. So they said fine, we're just gonna move it to Jacksonville. And I gotta be honest. It sounded kind of cool. It's it's an Orange Crush festival. It's a like the soda Orange it, Crush. It's a festival just dedicated to the drink Orange Crush, and I was like, "That's kind of funny. I might even go." So then, uh-huh. I googled like, "Hey, when's Orange Crush festival gonna happen?" And right. I googled it, and the um the promoter the mm-hmm. the 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 organizer or something is basically encouraging people. To be cautious, to not get too drunk, to be cautious of STDs. And I'm like, what? What is this I'm festival? I'm sorry. This is about the beloved drink, Orange Crush. And why are we bringing sex into this? <laughs> like, uh, apparently, it's a buck wild a weekend that is flimsily connected to Orange Crush. Mm-hmm. And is more connected to the alcohol with which... Is put in Orange Crush. Sounds like Orange Crush is an aphrodisiac. Apparently, it's not. I had one today. <laughs> well, if anything, it's the opposite. You're not in a relationship, <laughs> so <laughs> if anything, it's the opposite of an aphrodisiac. I'm going to be honest, because after you have an Orange Crush, you're just like, I need a nap. You know, that's <laughs> true. I need to just calm down and handle whatever my brain just did. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it's like this real trashy thing, and I'm like, ah. How dare you besmirch the name of Orange Crush? Besmirch. I haven't heard that word in a long time. There's a bar slash restaurant that uh-huh. um, will be closed next 
week because they are, quote, unable to have a kind of a safe number of staff present to handle the Orange Crush Festival. Where is it specifically? Jack's Beach. Jack's Beach. Be- because of course it is. is Sorry. Is it For Orange people Crush? who are in, in Jacksonville, of course this trashy event is in Jack's Beach. Yeah, that's what. I said it. Come at me. I don't care. What? You just... Do you have something against Jack's Beach? That's where the shootings at the beach happen. Okay. Like at the other festivals. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. That's happened? Many times. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Is it, so is Orange Crush owned by AW? A&W? Do you know? I didn't come prepared to talk about that aspect of Orange Crush. Because <laughs> that would make more sense as, as to why it's connected to... Orange Crush. Um, Alcohol? Because they also make uh, Keurig Dr. Pepper. Keurig? Not Keurig. That can't be right. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. I'm so curious. Is there Keurig Dr. Pepper? Hold on. Hold on. Some, Is there Keurig Dr. Pepper? Nice, hot, steamy Dr. Pepper. I know they have those um, infusion kind of the soda things. Mm, and soda I guess streams. that is just a Keurig for soda. Yeah. But like... Yeah, apparently they're owned by the people who do... Uh, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, who makes Orange Crush soda. Yeah, the Dr. Pepper people. I didn't know that Dr. Pepper was even its own company. I thought that was Pepsi. <laughs> I, d- I don't like... The soda I, world has many layers, apparently. I, I came to... I was very prepared to talk about how... Um, well, not talk about, but cry over the fact that the Orange Crush Festival isn't just a time devoted to a beloved soda and is indeed a sex romp. Um, and right. now I don't want to go. Yeah. Can you imagine was... me walking in to the Orange Crush Festival and I have I kind of ladies a would be all Orange Crush kind of a shirt on because I'm super excited. And or, or, or better than that, I'll come in a Fanta shirt. Oh, I thought that's what we were talking about this whole time. No, Orange Crush. That was two separate things. How dare you? The imposter Fanta <laughs> is the antichrist of orange sodas. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, allegedly, or in my opinion, whichever one of those keeps my opinion on that in the clear from being sued. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 no, uh, yeah, Orange... In other news in Jacksonville, while you're looking that up... Orange Crush Festival. The, uh, the street Problems. skate... Uh, league, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. The world, uh, world championship is being held in Jacksonville. It was just announced. It's a really big event, and Danny doesn't seem to care. Street, sorry, this is a Buck Wild paragraph on the Orange Crush Festival. I'm going to read it, and I'm going to cite it. The three-day festival, which attracts thousands of people, mainly young black adults has been in Tybee Island uh, in in the past. So, I'm sorry, it, it wasn't a Miami-Dade, but it was um, Tybee Island in Georgia. The mayor of Tybee said there were issues with alcohol use, reckless driving, and partiers blocking traffic. The mayor also said in 2018 promoters did not have a permit for the gathering, uh, but the <laughs> they wanted to move to Duval for our resources. <laughs> This, this is, is so weird. This is not. I am not the target demographic for this event. I'll say. Why? Listen, because I'm just there for the soda. <laughs> yes. Hey, you're a good boy. Is what you're saying. I really am. Danny is a good boy. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's I kind of annoying like, sometimes. I feel like you're picking on me. I am. Just oh, okay. Yeah. No. Thank you for not being so sinful. <laughs> jerk yeah hey in other news mm-hmm. more the skate festival have you heard about more this? important news um that isn't orange crush mm-hmm. this is something that's honestly the opposite color of orange it's green and i think it's time we talk about it it is time we talk about it because the hulk is awesome there's and plenty. he plays oh. an appearance in this show <laughs> it, it, it sounds as if the people at the Orange Crush uh, Festival are a little mischievous. Yes. Speaking of mischievous, see, I wonder I can do this if they too. have a I god. Hmm? The mischievous people, maybe a 
a god of mischief. Instead of being at Tybee Island, they're going to be at a variant kind of a location of Jacksonville. Speaking of variants this time, yeah, let's go. No one who actually is paying attention to the podcast in real time that doesn't have our notes has a clue what we're talking about. Yeah. But no, let's go ahead and just keep this bit going and have an odd kind of a segue off. It's your turn, buddy. Ball's in your court. What did you say last? I forgot, to be honest. A segue off? Um, yes, a segue off. And or a segwaf. A segwaf. Well, it's funny that you mention um, whatever you just mentioned because this topic we're talking about has um, funny things in it. <laughs> as, I'm really struggling because I didn't hear what you just said. As they're moving from Tybee to Duval, I'm positive there's going to be plenty of new people attending this festival too. Okay, right, 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 right. To be able to go, wow. Oh, yeah, I'm going the Owen Wilson route. Okay. That's what's up. <laughs> going the Owen Wilson It's funny you route. mention Owen Wilson because he's actually in this movie I really like called Marley and Me. <laughs> Marley and Me so sad. What are you doing? What are you doing? I have this gift. Sorry, then we'll actually talk about the Loki series on Disney Plus in case you have no idea what we're talking yeah. about. Um, Marley Me. I have this gift of being able to tell uh, if a dog movie, if the dog is going to die by the end of the movie just by the trailer. Really? In the first five seconds. I can be like, no, nah, that dog's dead. Not, I'm not watching it. And they're like, how How could you know? I'm like, no, that dog, trust me, that dog is going to die, and I'm not going to watch this movie. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's funny. Marley and me? Yeah, I'm pretty it's sure sad. the dog dies, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Spoiler alert. Wouldn't know. Didn't see it. the movie. Is it a spoiler? I don't know. Could be right. Wait, you've never seen Marley and me? No, the dog dies at the end. Why would I watch that? Okay. You don't appreciate cinema. I appreciate <laughs> dogs not dying. <laughs> hey, all dogs go to heaven. No, they don't. No, they don't. This can't be our episode. <laughs> oh, wow. It's just us. We, that's the us. whole topic right there. Uh, hey, we should save that. I in think the idea there toilet. will be dogs in heaven. I don't think there will be my specific dog in heaven. But mm-hmm. I think God is able to do it if God so pleases. Yeah. But why would he ever be honest here? I mean, I think dogs are hugely important. I say this as there is a dog curled around my feet currently who yes. is adorable. Um, I think they're important, but in the yeah. grand scheme of heaven, bingo. <laughs> I feel like it would take it would take some of your uh, your focus off of God just a little bit, you know, they're, I in, a, in say a needless way. They're image bearers, and I don't think they have a soul. Mm-hmm. I do agree that I think there yeah. will be animals and dogs. Yeah, and absolutely. Hey, what if it is past animals, the ones that have already been created? Why not? You know, could but who be, knows? but yeah, doesn't actually matter. No, and I'm sure we'll find out in due time. Yes, because this time we're talking about Loki. Let's just get into it. Oh, okay, fine. I'm done uh, with our so segue off. Disney Plus new TV show comes out. And TV show. Are they called TV shows anymore? Yes. Okay. Yeah. New show. Series. New series. Thank you. We'll get there eventually if I say enough words. Uh, a new series from Marvel Cinematic Universe and Kevin Feige uh, has come out. It is the show Loki, all about the god of mischief who takes the Tesseract. Honestly, a lot happens. He takes, takes Tesseract, screws up time, and gets apprehended by the Temple time variant authority mm-hmm. whose only purpose is to correct all the cases that people break the timeline right um because in the avengers they decided to just really wreck it now granted the tva has been doing this for ever it's a weird way to say that uh but they're under mm-hmm. the direct supervision of the timekeepers who have well, they haven't been doing it forever they did it when the timekeepers merged all the times right. together to make the perfect time line. Also, how do you tangibly do that? You know, how does a timekeeper? It's a cool concept, right? Yeah. But sometimes my brain just dives into these things mm-hmm. really literally. I'm like, how do you grab time streams and put them into one timeline? Right. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Interesting. Wonderful. Question. But also super cool. Mm-hmm. And I love the concept of this um, episode 
uh, or show. I mean, yes, episode two. Mm-hmm. But I think that I think it's going to be great because this seems like a a good medium between mm-hmm. the like super heavy like magic weirdness of Wandavision right. and then like the on the ground, um, on the groundness of mm-hmm. Captain America. Yeah. So and it's creating and trying to set up the stories that are going to be built in phase four mm-hmm. of Marvel. Yeah, this and, feels like yeah. actually important. Yeah. Like the other two, they were cool, right? But mm-hmm. like it didn't really affect much. Yeah. So so the director has kind of come, or the producer, I guess. The producer of this has basically come out and stated that uh, Doctor Strange is going to make way more sense if people watch... Uh, this thing on Disney Plus, and mm-hmm. I actually think it's a, a a fantastic opportunity to dive into a character that has died a few different times, uh, and explore this as a person. Um, he, it's it's interesting. There's there's some r- really cool twists that occur throughout the episode. Some cool uh, concepts that get brought up, but overall, I I was thrilled by the episode, and it it mm-hmm. it went by quick but in a fun kind of a journey do you know what i mean right for sure and if you haven't watched it i would say we recommend you watch it first before we talk about it but also i mean if you're just fine with us Mm -hmm. talking about it then listen loki dies yeah just immediately right i don't know why the show we're actually not wrong in that he does die he does die we watch him die in the show his spine cracks he dies oh yeah we do watch that (laughs) But it's like a flashback, flash forward. Hey, but I'm not wrong. You're not we wrong. We do watch him die. So, yeah. So, there's a part of the movie where Owen Wilson, wow, um, who plays Mobius. Mobius, yes. Uh, he is, ta- he's trying to figure out the things that make um, Loki tick and why he does the things he does and he does this by taking him through his past from his perspective and then says like and here's your future and that was such a weird concept to think through of just they they have his entire personhood documented even the Mm -hmm. parts he hasn't done yet and so they're taking him through that and then he gets a handle on his future and sees how he dies right which is kind of buck wild um to think through like okay this is how he ended things how he chooses, how he chooses to go out the choices that he makes the places that he does to get there and mm-hmm. um it's it's some actual character growth that occurred by being able to see how he grew which was a really interesting concept to go through, but right, but it's super super interesting to like. I mean, just thinking about how I would react to just like watching my whole life play out, yeah, in front of me, including the parts you haven't done yet, right? Yeah, and yeah, and being able to see my future, how I die, um, and ultimately, like, I feel like as Christians, mm-hmm. we'd probably react different than he would. Mm-hmm. But it's super interesting to see him watch that because mm-hmm. he's talking before in this like almost interrogation where he's Owen Wilson's character Mobius wow. is trying to dig deeper onto like mm-hmm. why Loki's doing why what you he, kill the people you yeah kill. why do yeah. you kill people why do you like what is your goal in mm-hmm. life and he basically I mean just has a very selfish self centered. Mm-hmm. Um, view of life and for him to like watch mm-hmm. how he lives the rest of his life out yeah. and then basically just and how like, that character grows because he stops being yeah. selfish uh, kind of right yeah and like and it was super interesting to see his loki's reaction in that moment how he almost like betrayed himself mm-hmm. and like lost all hope mm-hmm. and how he was just just like Mm-hmm. The look of almost like death in his face mm-hmm. was just so like beautiful. How they played mm-hmm. that out, super interesting. So, if you had the opportunity to mm-hmm. to see how you die, kind of the age old kind of a what if question. If you had the opportunity to see how you, you die, do you do it? To see how I die? Yeah. Oh do you do it? Uh, I would say no. I feel like it just get in the way of mm-hmm. my view of life and what do you mean? Of like, uh, as a, like as a Christian, my goal is to spread the gospel mm-hmm. and and to focus on Jesus 
And I feel like that would like just take my focus off him. I'm not saying I wouldn't mm. be a Christian anymore. Right. But I feel like if I saw the way I died, I'd be too focused on that time, that mm-hmm. moment to be able to like be productive and like actually trust right. in God in the everyday. Right. You know, it's I just don't think it would be good for me. It's kind of a thing that if I, if I am able to see that and I have a red uh, t-shirt on, you can guarantee I'm never going to wear a red t-shirt again in an effort to try and escape death. But mm-hmm. I mean, par- part of the thing that, that this brought up, cause, cause I'm kind of the same way is I wouldn't do it. Right. Uh, I'd be very curious, but you know, a why experience it twice? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm going to experience it. I'm, I'm going to die at some point. I, yeah. I have preferences as to how I want that to be. But again, that's not super my choice. Um, but also, if I spend so much of my time trying to fear death, then I forget to actually stay alive. And Yeah. You know, if I could do it, mm-hmm. if I could do it and then, like, have my memory wiped after, then that would be awesome. Isn't that the same as not doing it? How do you know you haven't done it already? Well, you would be able to live the moment. How do you know you haven't done it already? <laughs> I know. You're right. Maybe you have. Audience, don't email him and tell him. <laughs> This is our secret. He doesn't know. Sorry? But what if? Because then you yeah. have that yeah, moment what where if? it's super satisfying. Definitely never happened before. <laughs> Wink. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm having a little bit of an existential crisis. <laughs> it's like, like, I'm pretty certain you're kidding, but I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, no, I, I I appreciated the, the, you know, there's a theme that got brought up in this of just kind of the fate in 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 predestination pre uh, predeterminism this kind of stuff this is actually one of my favorite themes to get brought up uh especially to to these kinds of characters it's kind of the same thing that i enjoyed doctor who for mm-hmm. is there are these characters that they have a god complex and um actually both of them doctor who and and loki have both stated at a point i'm a god mm-hmm. um and in and, and this is loki struggling through the fact that he is powerless and not the god that he thinks he is and and that things are going to happen and it's completely 100% out of his control that right. there's a greater thing than him going on and even choices that he thinks he is the making of his own accord, he isn't, mm-hmm. or they they are being permitted to happen by this other authority, the timekeepers, that permit this to happen um, according to the perfect timeline. Right. And and there's they did a good job of communicating that type of struggle of of people that want to be in control of all the things, struggling through the fact that they're just not in control. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, I mean that. That's I enjoy it because I think a lot of us struggle through that as a concept of no, I want to be in control of all my faculties, of all the things. I need to be in control because if I'm not in control, it means that I have no power and ability to affect change. But when it comes to it, that that's part of the gospel is giving up control in coming to Christ to say, hey, I'm a mess of being able to figure this out on my own, uh, and I'm giving up the control and giving it to God in order that God is that greater thing who is able to take care of all the things. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. In 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 the time variant authority, uh, they their their job is to fix the places that mm-hmm. time broke. Right. Um. So so even they aren't a hundred percent in control because people are able to break it. God, on the other hand, the part that I thought was kind of interesting is that God is over time perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, in Ephesians 1, 3 through 4, it tells us this, that blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in himself before the foundation of the w- world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. Right. And that uh, kind of a phrase, before the foundations of the earth, before... Mm-hmm. Before the beginning of time, Christ is crucified right. for mankind so that right. we're able to be with him. 
Yeah. It's, I mean, that's a mind boggling. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so awesome to know. Um, and I guess some people might not like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it just points to all of the glory going to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and part of us has to just like crush the pride in ourselves to think that we have mm-hmm. yeah. a huge role in this. Yeah. Um, but we just have to, we have to trust that like God's glory mm-hmm. is the most important yeah. thing. And we don't, I, I mean, think people don't a hundred percent appreciate the pressure of needing to be in control of everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it is. I don't think it's Christ coming in and saying, well, I'm going to take control because y- 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 y'all stink and are terrible, which right. I mean, it's true, but whatever, yeah. <laughs> but no need to say it. We know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's it's this idea of I am taking con- or I am in control of all things be- and I am a good God. I think right. the sovereignty of God and the goodness of God, you have to take those together mm-hmm. or it just comes off as God's trying to oppress us and God isn't trying to be an oppressor right. but a r- r- redeemer and a liberator. Right. Um that God is pulling us out of the bondage of our own personal quote unquote kind of sovereignty mm-hmm. to choose to sin in order to bring us to himself. And I don't think God I don't think God's glorified through, you know, what would be the alternate is just like a bunch of just robots mm-hmm. um worshiping him. Right. I think that it's something special that we get to glorify God mm-hmm. in that he created us to mm-hmm. do so in an authentic and genuine way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Not that He's yeah. just like, just created this mass army of right robots, you of know. Yes, men. Yes, yeah. yeah, and that that we have um, this constant battle between us, where he is glorified in us choosing mm-hmm. him over our flesh, mm-hmm. and there's in in praise God that we get to be fully glorified one day in Him, um, where we don't have to battle that, and. I think that's just yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy and mind-boggling, yeah. um, but it's awesome at mm-hmm. the same time. And then to just consider the fact that God has has been in control from the foundations of the earth, and that mm-hmm. was kind of the big part that I've been pondering even for the last couple of months. I've been pondering that a bit before the foundations of the earth, mm-hmm. you know, before time was a thing. Christ is slain before the foundations. So right. that that because um, I I struggled growing up thinking that. You know, the new covenant, it was God going like, oh, these guys can't keep the old covenant. Fine, I'll do the new covenant, mm-hmm. which is not actually how that goes. It's not that right. God went, how did they screw up the good thing I gave them? God's like, here's a good thing, and I know you're going to screw it up. Mm-hmm. Then at the right time, I'm going to give Jesus Christ. That this is, right. I mean, to an extent, I viewed the coming of Christ as plan B. And it's not plan B, it's it's plan A. The the. Mm-hmm. It's been Christ. It's always been Christ. It's going to keep being Christ. At all points, right. it is Christ. Yeah, and that doesn't that doesn't lessen the sacrifice of Christ any, Mm-mm. like any amount. That if anything, it magnifies it. Yeah, right. That he intentionally would create yeah. this story that we get to be in. Right. Um. That he would have to mm-hmm. persecute himself, and. And I think that that's mm-hmm. just crazy to, and yeah. it just shows how much, yeah, I think you're right that it shows how much he loves us even more and just right. magnifies it. God is glorified in, in the justice of those that do not bow before him. And God is glorified in the grace given to those that do bow before him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in both cases, God is glorified. Right. And, and, and that God, see, this is the part that I, I, you know, us, we experience time in one direction at a regular speed. Mm-hmm. I cannot change that. No matter how hard I try, I actually, we're just going to get into it. I don't think time travel is possible for that reason right there. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are constrained by time. Right. God isn't constrained by time. And you kind of brought up the fact of, of like the timekeepers. How do they weave time together? And, and I kind of think of it as in the same a manner that I weave three strings together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm able to manipulate the 
kind of the physical three dimensions, I can't do that to the fourth. Well, God can do that to the fourth. Right. Uh, and if there's a thing that constrains the fourth dimension, God can do it to that dimension. Mm-hmm. So, so God is, is being an infinite God. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's that God's a big a number. It's that God is exponentially infinite. He is, I mean, he that is existence. Thing, uh, that the thing that constrains the, 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 the thing that constrains the thing that constrains time, God is even beyond that thing. And right. I think the more that you think about that, the the other quality of God that you get to is his, in, uh, his infathomability. That's not a word, mm-hmm. but we're going to go with it because it's a great word. Yeah, I know um, what you mean. <laughs> we're not able to fathom the fullness of God because we don't have a perspective that is able to process the information to understand it. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's just, it, it is impossible to imagine Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I mean, a, the thing that confuses me the most and I, I, the way I like to view it is that God, like, like I believe that he is Mm -hmm. our existence, that he is everything there is. And it is him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that includes us and our timeline. And and he's just always been. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason it's hard for me to understand is because here on earth and in our time, we we think of everything needing to be created. Mm-hmm. That like right. something cannot exist without right. it being created. And right. that's just the way that we like right. operate. And that's all we know. Right. Well, and that's why we can't comprehend yeah. Him always being yep. and being the existence that we are in. Right. Because I'm only eternal in one direction, not two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And one day, yeah, we will be, which which I was talking about this. I went to uh, get coffee with one of my buddies, and we mm-hmm. were talking about this too. And he was talking about infinity, and he was mm-hmm. watching like this YouTube, and they were talking about like how it's, it's more of a state of of being instead mm-hmm. of thinking about it as time, mm-hmm. which is just like, I mean, insane. And mm-hmm. I think that makes perfect sense too. that. Like that it, it is not like that we will, we will live, um, forever. Of course we will, mm-hmm. but that's just because all we know how to think of infinity is through time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because we're in it. Right. But like the reality is, is that, Time is basically like not a thing anymore, right? And we are just well, yeah, with it's, God. It's, it's inconsequential at that right. point. Yeah. If I if I go on for eternity, then why am I keeping track of the time? Yep. You know. Yeah. I'll, I. It's so crazy. Yeah. I. So for all the, you know, I've been teaching that theology class, and there have been a, a couple of things I've copped out on the answer on and said, I don't know, but we will have an eternity to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And we will never get to the end, uh, you know. As as I am able to be in the presence of God and ask Him questions directly, um, I will get to a place of having more questions because I'm actually able to fathom some more of the information at that point. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it, it's going to be different, but I'm not going to be cons- uh, concerned about the time because, like. Even if I don't do it today, I have an infinite number of other days to get to it. Yeah. And to be honest, like, heaven has always scared me. Mm-hmm. And I think in a good way. Mm-hmm. Because, because I can't understand it. Right. Because, like, the reality is is that thinking about eternity and just living forever, like, I can't comprehend that. And it mm-hmm. kind of just scares me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And And I think that that's... <laughs> like looking back in my life, that's kind of how I viewed God. Like every piece I that He like shows me of His character is mm-hmm. honestly a little bit terrifying at first. You know okay. what I mean? All right, <laughs> because yeah. like you, it's just yeah. like so unnatural to our human ways. It's that Job experience uh, yeah. of like you want. You, all right, <laughs> strap in, buddy. We're going for a ride. Yeah. Where were you at the foundations of the earth? Here are spiritual creatures that your brain's going to have trouble explaining what it is that you saw. Yeah. 
you're going to say a thing and you're gonna be, it's a Leviathan and, and people are going to say, oh, I know what that is. And then, and, and then you're going to say, no, you don't like mm-hmm. <laughs> you absolutely don't. Or, or the description of angels. Right. That I've always thought as I'm going through them, it is a person who has beheld a thing that they don't carry the mental capacity to explain what it is they saw. So they're just trying. It's like, uh, they're on uh, wheels. There's (laughs) eyes everywhere. There's three sets of wings um, (laughs) and they're spinning, but they're on gears. What? (laughs) <laughs> huh? but no um but it's it's he's like kind of a bear you know like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where'd the bear come from but he's he's made of eyes does yeah. that make sense no n- no no it absolutely does not make sense okay oh okay right one of them's an eagle you know <laughs> yeah like, i mean and it's it's insane like mm-hmm. because we can't like yeah. the bible means that when it says that like mm-hmm. we cannot mm-hmm. comprehend the fullness right. of god like right it, it's very literal and and i think that like that's that's just how my mindset is about heaven that mm-hmm. like i genuinely can't comprehend what right. that would be like right and everything that i imagine doesn't even measure up at all to what it would yeah. actually be like i was i was actually talking to a person about this kind of thing today um we we're talking about the point of theology is doxology the point is that in our study it isn't this intellectual like i'm smarter now um mm-hmm. but that the goal is to praise god by worshiping him with our mind. Um, right. And if the goal is just intellectualism, then what we have, and I'm going to say things that sound way meaner than I mean them to. Um, we've created this barrier to entry that only smart people can go to heaven mm-hmm. or actually understand God. Right. And that's actually not the case. There's a stronger case to be made for it being easier to worship God. If our intellect is not in the way, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and 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 to have this kind of moral s- superiority because of our intellect is just prideful and should be condemned at all ends. Now, I'm right. not saying studying theology isn't important, but the point is to praise God, heart, mind, soul, and strength. Yeah, in a hundred percent of our effort. I so, mean, I think it just goes back to what the Bible says about childlike faith mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That that is like the purest form of faith is right. just genuinely like right. faith, not because of anything we know right. that draws us closer to God, but just because of who He is, right. and that we just have faith that He is who He says He is. Right. It's the it's the faith of a child that goes up to a king and asks for water. Right. You know, can I have a glass of water, Dad? Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you're fine. You know, like that kind of, no, this is my dad and I love him and I can be an idiot because he's greater. Right. So, yeah, no, I, I think that's great. But for us, there's this problem of of time. We view time as kind of a finite thing at, or at a minimum in this kind of sense because at a point we all face death. And and this, it was a good point that you brought up that this uh, uh, kind of show brings up the notion of death and some really good points in it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I just watching the scene where Loki is viewing like himself dying, mm-hmm. but then he's like existing in this other realm almost. Right. right. Like, just made me think of like, I mean, I was just sitting next to Danny on the couch. And I was like, if I died right now, like I would still exist. Right. Like for sure. Like, I just wouldn't in, be... In some form. Yeah, in some form. Not so much the bodily. Exactly, yeah. But, I mean, I, me, like, my soul would mm-hmm. still exist, like, my conscience. And... Mm-hmm. But it would just be, like, somewhere else. And it was just really, like, mind-boggling. Because you'd, you'd, you'd be here still, if that were to happen. I'd be a little messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yes, you'd, it would be sad, yeah. I'm sure. But... It'd be a little sad. I'd um, cry a little. <laughs> or you'd celebrate either one i don't really know oh my god <laughs> i'm joking listen i'd be very sad i'm robbing your apartment absolutely <laughs> like i'm taking all the fun stuff out yeah but um, sadly i will i will do that crying but yeah i mean i think this show had like a very very like it just 
explain to death mm-hmm. and like what that would kind of like feel like to be present at mm-hmm. your own death because I, th- I mean we are ultimately mm-hmm. present at our own death whether we think it or not right. you know like everyone's right. like if I die in my sleep no you're still gonna like realize that you just died probably right <laughs> I don't know. We don't have a lot of like... I'm sure you'd figure out. (laughs) We don't have a lot of evidence for what happens. Yeah, that's true. We have some anecdotal evidence, but it may not be reliable. (laughs) But I mean, like, ultimately, it just made me think about how how small this world is. Mm -hmm. And it made me realize that, like, if I died right now, Mm -hmm. like, that's fine. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's fine. Well, especially for the Christian. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, if that's, I wasn't a Christian, I'd be terrified. Right. I'm terrified. Right. But like, I th- I think that's the thing. We spend so much of our effort and time trying to escape death. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the, the thing most of us are scared of is actually the thing that can be found in Christ. But we do all the things to to try and escape death and in in first corinthians 15 20 through 23 it tells us like but in fact christ has been raised from the dead the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep for as a man sorry for as by a man came death by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead for as in adam all die so also in christ shall all be made alive but each in his own order. Christ, mm-hmm. the, the 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 first fruits. Then, at his coming, those who belong to Christ, mm-hmm. um, we will all die at a point, mm-hmm. um, yep. and no amount of effort escapes that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that's a kind of a, you know, I have a few funerals coming up I have to be a part of, and it's just, you work so hard to try and escape death and you won't. Mm -hmm. The only escape out of death is to die in Christ and come alive with him. Mm -hmm. That, that this thing that all of us are scared of, of is inevitable. Right. But in Christ, it isn't fatal. And that's probably one of the coolest parts, that the thing that all of us are the most scared of in Christ isn't fatal. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that it is crazy how how tangible, like, a human being can be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, anytime I lose someone in my life, like... It, I mm-hmm. mean, and everyone can relate. Like, just think about anyone that you lost in your life and how tangible of a mm-hmm. human being they were. Like, yeah. that was, that was like a soul you were connected with, talking with, mm-hmm. um, just like sharing your life with. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, that's just gone. Right. And there's this shell of them left behind. And, and I think that, that it's, it's almost like beautiful in a mm-hmm. way. And, and that we, yeah, I mean, you're totally right. That we have yeah. to realize that, like, that that is, that when we die, like, Christ's plan, right? Christ's plan is better, right? Um, that I feel like all of us want to live. We we all have these things we want to do in life, mm-hmm. um, that ultimately aren't what the gospel is. Mm-hmm. I like. I feel like it doesn't matter how, um, how close to God you are. Yeah. Like there's there's something right. that you're holding on right. to that you're like, I want to do this before I die. Right. That probably doesn't have anything to do with the gospel. Maybe it's it, parallel. It, it may not like, be bad things. I exactly. Mean, yeah. For sure. I mean, it's not... Like one of my things always and like growing up was like, I want to be married mm-hmm. like before I die or I want to... Um, Preferably. Yeah. Preferably before. <laughs> I want to yeah. be married before I die. I want to be married after I die. <laughs> Not sure what that looks like. I want to be married after I die. It ain't pretty, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, and, and whether it's that or it's like some job promotion mm-hmm. or some like just goal in your career right. uh, or whatever it is, like 
there's there's these things that I I feel like those are the mm-hmm. things that bring fear in our life, mm-hmm. and more so for me at least. I'm just speaking mm-hmm. from personal. Like those are the things that bring fear to me in life about like me mm-hmm. physically getting injured or dying. Okay. Um, that is these like little goals that I have that actually don't really, I mean, mean anything. Cause if I trust mm-hmm. in God's plan, like I know that his timing is going to be right. Like mm-hmm. this passage says, like we all have, um, our own order that mm-hmm. God has us to die at. And I need to trust that that's good. Um, and not spend my whole life worrying mm-hmm. that it's not good. Well, yeah, and I I mean, I think there is something to be stated about if if I'm trying to spend all the effort I have just trying to not die, then mm-hmm. I kind of don't r- remember to go out and l- live. For sure. That um, even to go and enjoy things, I think we we try and over-spiritualize things and think that the Christian has to be this constant miserable person that has to suffer all the time and and I mean that will happen mm-hmm. but there there's when you it to understand that I can't escape death I think it helps me to appreciate the time that I'm alive right that each day sure. is a gift at that point and I can spend the gift trying to be scared of a thing that's going to happen mm-hmm or I can enjoy the gift that God gave in this moment to like be a good steward of right. the thing I've been given and to enjoy it and, mm-hmm. and to find that enjoyment in Christ. I mean, yes. even if it's going on a hiking trip because because it's there. Do you know what I mean? Right. It, that's yes. the, the enjoyment of we have numbered days. Mm-hmm that we will die at a point. And if I'm just trying to not die, then I'm going to miss out on a part that God intended to be good. I mean, for sure. I think our understanding of eternity is that it starts later, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I don't actually think that's correct. I think it starts the moment we give our heart to Christ, you know, mm-hmm. in in that kind of a moment, that's when eternity starts. And I can, even if it's just a taste, even if it's just a glimpse, start the enjoyment of an eternity in Christ by just enjoying the thing that God created and being able to go, wow, God is good in the process. Yeah. So, you know, to not put off eternity, to escape the thing that you will absolutely face, but enjoy the thing that you have and the time that you have it Mm -hmm. because in a moment it could be gone. Yeah. And I think you're so right on that in, in the sense that, um, talking about how like our, our days are numbered Mm -hmm. and, and like I was saying, like typically our tendency is to be like, Oh, I need to get all these things done Mm -hmm. and to be stressed out about it. Right. But ultimately when we're in Christ, it frees us up. Mm-hmm. to to get things done for sure. Like God does call us to be good stewards of the time we are given, mm-hmm. of our bodies, mm-hmm. to um, preserve them, you know, yeah. like to treat them well so that we right. do last longer. Right. Um, and and to, to work and mm-hmm. to um, have relationships and to have all these things. And the, yeah, I mean, like you said, we are, we're free to enjoy those things. Mm-hmm. We're free to go, like you're saying, explore God's creation. Yeah, just because it's there, right? Um, and and I think that that is that is beautiful, and that's the way we should view it. Mm-hmm. That we shouldn't be stressed out to get work done mm-hmm. because oh, I might you know like I only have you know sixty mm-hmm. years to do it, right. but I need to be free to do it right. to the glory of God. Yeah, and even the difficult parts, it's to stop viewing them as a burden, but to view them as a gift that God gave of, of being able to experience God by having a job, you know, going mm-hmm. to a work and being able to work to the glory of God. I, th- I think, you know, it's, it's this odd idea that people keep of jobs that it, a job is just a thing that you do until you're dead. Um, right. 
and that is so bleak. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, why would you? No wonder my age group is like, I'm going to work from home because mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on in that cubicle over there. But that guy is depressed, you know, like, because that's yeah. the perspective he has is I do the job to make the money so I can go home and have a mediocre thing and no joy at all. And then one day I'll die. Mm-hmm. And that'll be the end. And I'm like, that is such a bleak existence. Yeah. And, 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 and doesn't, doesn't, I think there, there's too many of our stresses that we need to treat as an opportunity to go on and adventure instead of an, a, a burden to bear. I think that's you true. Know? Yeah. I was just thinking about that today. Like I was thinking about all of these things I need to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like thinking about the next like five months of my life and, and all of a sudden like it clicked to me, I was like so stressed out about everything. Um, and it clicked that like, that like God is with me in that Mm -hmm. and that, that these are things that are glorifying to him Mm -hmm. and that he's, he's going to sustain me through and give me strength to get through. Mm -hmm. And ultimately like that brings me closer to him. And that's the goal is to like, the more, the closer I get to him, um, through doing these things, through mm-hmm. just like living life and being sanctified, um, the more like mm-hmm. I trust him to use me to, right. to ultimately have more people know him. Right. And, and I think that that is, if, if you're just working a nine to five job and you're right. not doing anything to intentionally, um, do what I would say is essential essential work mm-hmm. in your life as a Christian is to um, cultivate mm-hmm. uh, environments or to just like spread the gospel, you know, mm-hmm. um, then like find a place to do yeah. that, whether it's serving at and church or, or talking to your coworker, whatever it is, mm-hmm. those things I've found add like genuine, like it, Jesus shows me like mm-hmm. the purpose of life in right. this. And even a nine to five job is still like, it's, it's a blessing Mm -hmm. and a, a, it's an adventure and at times Mm -hmm. it feels kind of monotonous, but it's still, it's part of the story God is telling and and God's stories are good stories. They're, they're, they're good stories. There's exciting stuff going on in there because even if it's praising God through the kind of a monotony of TPS kind of papers, then it's still, it's, it's still glorifying God in the middle of a routine Mm -hmm. and there's still joy in that. Yeah. And my point is, is mainly it just can't be void of, of Mm -hmm. the great commission. You know, like I think that it is, it is great to work and live your life. Mm -hmm. Just don't, don't miss out on mm-hmm. the opportunities to share Jesus yeah. and to show people, to let them come and see what he has done mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just going to like enhance. I, I genuinely believe that like it just, God will enhance your attitude and mm-hmm. your, your mental yeah. uh, view of the rest of your life. Yeah. Whether it's your nine to five job, whether it's just the, yeah, those stressful things yeah. you don't like to do that it enhances it all. Yeah. And, and I think a good, a good amount of that witness comes from finding our joy in Christ, even mm-hmm. the, in the midst of terrible things. I mean, if people go into these big offices, people have the mentality of this is the job I do until I die and it's killing me. Um, right. So if there's not a place where you need the light in the middle of the darkness, then I that, that that's the one. Right. Uh, and there's an opportunity to view that as, Hey, I have a job in a weird economy that pays well and I'm able to express my talents in this job and I'm able to do things Mm -hmm. and I'm not just waiting until I die. I'm living today as unto the Lord. I think people will take notice of that in some way. They'll understand like, okay, this guy's doing something different. I don't know why it's different. I don't know. There's a, a difference to him that he's right. They, I'm, they are drawn to that. I think there's mm-hmm. part of that in a person that's drawn to it, that wants For to sure. know more Yes. of like, why does that man not want to cry himself to sleep in his cubicle? 
you know, he's happy. Right. And I think finding the joy in that becomes really important part of our communication to people. Because no one's going to talk to Christians like, yeah, the Lord is my joy. Right. (sighs) Yeah. But I'm stuck here in this hell. You know, like, no, no, okay, all right, you go on with yourself. I will be Mm -hmm. over here, tappity-tappity-tap. I think that's a great point. Because I feel like a lot of people really, I've noticed this a lot lately, like, we really underestimate um, how how we act around Mm non-believers. Like, very much so, underestimate. And I think that the Spirit moves no matter Mm -hmm. what through us. For sure. And right. I think that's just evident because we're all not perfect and <laughs> need that. Um, but, like, I think we do, um, at least I feel compelled to sometimes, like, act like a non believer in mm-hmm. order to connect to them. Right. When in reality, that, in, like. In some ways you should, in some ways you shouldn't. Yeah. Well, as far as, like, yeah. character like that, right. where you're like, uh, you know, right. yeah, I hate my job. <sighs> Right. So let's go get drinks after work. You yeah, know, like yeah, bad mouthing the boss in order to like mm-hmm. connect. Like, nah, yeah. you're still being a turd. Where know? it's like, I I understand that that's very tempting, and it is. Mm-hmm. But like, I I've I've underestimated that, and still do. I'm still trying to learn. Like my my view on life mm-hmm. shouldn't be like I shouldn't have to dole dole down my joy mm-hmm. in order to like connect to someone else. Right, almost. And you're like, self-employed, so if you badmouth your boss, <laughs> I just hate myself. Your boss is an idiot. You're self-employed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Shoot, my boss Who are you is talking an to? Who's your coworker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you were making a point, and I pooped no, I mean, all over it. I apologize. It's funny, but like, it's just very true, and and I think that that we do that. People are, especially in America, we are seeking happiness. Mm-hmm. And I was actually watching this movie called Crazy Rich Asians, and it's very good. You should watch it. Um, maybe I shouldn't endorse that movie from this podcast, but it's it's good. Plugged in online. <laughs> um, and Crazy Rich Asians. Go ahead. Um, basically, it is. there's like this line that stuck out to me, and the, the mom who's from China, she's talking about the American culture, and she's talking about how that like we we just want happiness and that's all we care about is is our passion and and what we want in our own happiness and and i think that like that's honestly it is a benefit sometimes to to us having this joy that ultimately non-believers don't really find anywhere apart from christ ultimately mm-hmm. whether they realize that early in life or at the end of their life um that you will never find it apart from Christ. Yeah. Um, that we get to to have that and share that, and that it's genuine. I think a lot of people can show happiness and show mm-hmm. joy, yeah. but it not be coming from a sustainable source. Ultimately. Right. Right. Um, but we we get to have a consistent right. joy. Or they're faking it. Right. Which yes. are the worst. Yeah. And I it's always so want to call that out. I know. It's like you're too happy. Like you're you're. You're too happy. Yeah, the people who always smile. I almost did an impression here, and I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's just like, it's really. I know, I know a lot of people like that. I do too. I'm, I'm actively I don't know stifling an impression of someone. Like your cheek muscles must be super strong because mine. If I smile, if I if I have like a happy day, um, and smile for a long time, mm-hmm. then like my cheek muscles hurt. So I don't know how people just have a constant smile on their face because it's just, I can't do that. We have to move on. I am actively stifling an impression of someone, but it's a very distinct impression. And okay. I want to I, I want to give it, and it would be so terrible who, if I did. Who? Whisper in my ear. No. Why? The, these do are, we, oh, these do are we microphones. Know them? Do we know them? These are microphones. <laughs> Caleb, Caleb, meet me in the middle. Caleb, meet me in the middle. It doesn't matter if I whisper. The microphone will still get you're it. You're definitely talking. You're not whispering at all. You were talking loud. Don't listen I'm to him. I'm stage I can whisper. I can whisper. Um, I don't know what I was saying. I don't either. <laughs> That's my fault. I'm sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, oh. But yeah, I was talking about how our culture is is driving like towards just the pursuit of happiness. Um, and 
And the reality is, is that they're never going to find it apart from Christ. And so we get to be that person that, that says, come and see, right? Mm-hmm. Come and see what Christ has done in my mm-hmm. life so that I have, yeah. I have joy through him. Um, and, and I think that that's, that's unique in our mm-hmm. culture. I mean, I think that there's benefits to, to right. the gospel in every culture that right. connect in different ways. But I think that that is the primary one in America, at yeah. least, or Western culture. Absolutely. So for the show, Loki... Yes. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I, I like Where it so do you, far. On, on the five-point scale. By the way, in, ca- in case you don't know, Caleb's five-point scale is the most artistically snooty five-point scale. <laughs> it's so hard to get a five from you on like <laughs> masterpieces. You're kind of like, three and a half. It was really good. I have high standards for fives. Okay, so so on, on the five-point scale, um, Disney Plus's Loki. I would give it a four. One. Okay. Four is what I typically give something that's like outstanding in my mind. Okay. Um, and and there's very few things that, like, you need to hit every mm-hmm. single mark to get a five. All right. To an example. Give an ex- yeah, give me an example of a five. Is Lord of the Rings. Okay. Fair enough. Um, hits every single mark. Okay. From from the pacing of the films, from the cinematography from the pacing from the acting the 12 hour pacing from the <laughs> just the immersion the music mm-hmm. the the directing mm-hmm. the the beautiful written character arcs mm-hmm. that are already written by Tolkien right. but like yeah, the, they're formatted material. formatted for screenplays mm-hmm. like everything everything and okay. it's just great and, and also i have my connection to like the the parallels to the bible and right. that, it just makes it even better and, where do you put The Hobbit, just for reference? The Hobbit, I depends on which one. I'll I'll do all three for you. Okay, so the first one I would give, I'd give a three. Okay, I like the first one. Okay, and this is kind of disregarding reading the actual Hobbit book because right. we're talking I, about the movies. We're talking about the movies, and uh-huh. I don't like I don't like that they're not like the books. But I'm just gonna as far as films, disregard that for now. Three, um, two and a half. Uh huh. One. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. So just as a reference there, four is pretty good then. So Honestly, you would recommend L- 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 Loki on Disney Plus? Yeah. Absolutely. But going back to The Hobbit really quick. These are my scales for like the cinema quality. But as far as enjoyment for all of these films, I really enjoy all like a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. And, and it's hard for me not to enjoy something. So The Hobbit's... Five out of five as far as enjoyment level. It's very different from my actual rating of the films. You know. <laughs> Sorry, I, dr- when, I dragged when I said drug that on a little bit long. Artistically snooty. I want to be clear. This is what I meant. Like this is a hundred percent. I mean, you gotta separate those things. You I, can't let your enjoyment I, get in the way of the actual quality of cinema. Right, so and we're going a little long in here. I too would go Disney Plus and watch mm-hmm. the yeah, show. It's fantastic. It uh, so I far. will watch if I start a movie. The odds that I finish it are like at ninety nine percent. I will say I did add another a movie to my small list of movies. I just never finished mm-hmm. because I did not find it in myself to give any more craps. Right, and that special honor goes to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Yay. I joked about it. I tried it. I turned it on and I went, this is awful. And I was playing iPhone games while the movie was on in my own home and I was alone. So I'm like, well, we ain't going to finish this movie. Like, why am I why am I watching this? But yeah. all that to say, Disney Plus, Loki was fantastic. So mm-hmm. please Great go check it out. Great themes for sure so and, far. And our question for you guys is if you had the opportunity to see how you were going to die, would you take it or not? Yeah. Would sure. you take it or not? I'm, I'm not taking it. Caleb's not taking it. So, yeah. and we want to hear Unless from, you wipe my memory. <laughs> you want to... Good, goodness, puppers. Pupper yeah, has he's... decided it's time to end the show. Yes. So, Caleb, if they have questions or answers to the, to our question, where can they go to tell us about them? You can go to thegospeloutpost.com slash special. Um, and there's a form there at the bottom of the page where you can either say hello. We mm-hmm. always like to hear hellos. We or you do. can ask us a question, and we will probably get to it. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Nobody Special Podcast, where you can ask us questions there in the comments or DM us, or you can just like our photos and keep an uh, 
in tune with when we're posting mm-hmm. or in scheduling our podcasts mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and also YouTube, you should uh, you can also comment there, and we will see it. Yeah. And you can subscribe, like, um, ring the bell, so you, that just helps mm-hmm. as far as traffic for us. And yeah. We have a crazy kind of summer schedule coming up, so there'll probably be some experimental episodes in there yes. for fun. Um, we will do our best to stay regular. We will force feed this podcast as much brand cereal as we can in mm-hmm. order to keep it regular. Yeah, but I mean, it is. Yes. It is what? We will feed as much brand cereal to keep it regular. You're just going to let me. You're brand? just not going to say brand. Brand, like the cereal? Yeah. It, to keep it regular. To keep it regular. Okay. Nice joke, Danny. A, hey, I'm proud of a, you. It's a poop joke. But thank you for all the grace that you're giving us in advance. Yes, uh, for sure. Because crazy summer crazy and we summer. will... Hey, we're popular kids, you know? We got summer plans. Some of us are more popular than others. So That's not true. Um, well, for different reasons that we will explain on one of the episodes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Um, but yes, that is, that is Danny's typing a message to me. Yes. Yeah. That's true. We'll explain on one of the episodes. So. Yeah. I will be able to tell you something. We just have a rule on our podcast about something it, until it's not it the happens. Rule you th- it's not the rule you think, but okay. Anyway, I think it this is, is, is dragon. <laughs> uh, this is a scaled beast. If you haven't left already, air, it's dragon. This is going to do it for us today. Do we have more puns? No. Oh shoot. You just, sorry. Can you set me up again? That's going to do it for us today. I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody Special. Special.